Hello, everybody. Welcome to the workshop this week. Um, I'll start by apologizing for my voice. I'm getting over a head cold, so I'll try not to have a, a coughing attack um, during this recording, but hope everyone is well and making it through the end stages of winter. Um, I'm definitely ready for some sun, but for today's weekly workshop, I wanted to talk about of the bane of my existence, which is sugar. Um, I felt that I'm probably not the only one that struggles with cutting back on my sugar intake. So specifically wanted to talk about kind of our hormones and how sugar can affect certain hormones in our bodies and then just kind of, um, you know, different ways that we can stabilize our hormones without sugar. So um, we do have some happy hormones that are called in our bodies, and those are dopamine, serotonin, and endorphins. Um, so dopamine is a neurotransmitter that helps uh, one brain cell talk to another. So anything that gives you pleasure really can stimulate dopamine. Uh, dopamine also activates the reward pathway in the brain, leading you to continue desiring whatever stimulus gave you the release of that dopamine. So eating sugar can definitely stimulate the release of dopamine, um, which is if you've ever heard of you know sugar addiction, that's kind of where it comes from because you eat sugar, it stimulates that release of dopamine. And then those, your dopamine levels go down, which triggers you to crave sugar again. So it's kind of that cycle happening over and over again. And then serotonin is produced from the amino acid tryptophan. Um, this neurotransmitter stabilizes our moods. It helps calm us down and satisfies and satiates us. I'm sure you've heard that, you know, after a big turkey Thanksgiving dinner, uh, turkey has a lot of tryptophan in it. Um, so I'm sure, sure you've heard the, the phrase or whatever you want to call it, that when you eat a big turkey dinner, you, you want to take a nap afterwards because it kind of satisfies, satiates us, um, kind of leads us to feeling a bit tired. Uh, serotonin also shuts off the appetite and it helps with impulse control. Um, so low serotonin levels can lead to intense sugar cravings, um, a lack of impulse control and other unwanted symptoms. And then I know we've all heard of endorphins. Those are powerful natural painkillers for both physical and emotional pain. They produce a sense of well-being, reducing pain, easing emotional distress, increasing self-esteem, and even creating a sense of euphoria. So what does sugar do to our hormone levels? So with dopamine, when you eat sugar, the brain produces huge surges of dopamine. This is similar to what the way the brain reacts to the ingestion of substances like you know, illicit drugs, heroin and cocaine. Uh, but for most of human history, it was important to eat a lot of calories in order to survive and just sustain the way of life. But with modern food technology and how we've evolved over the years and the widespread availability of high calorie foods, you know, that's no longer necessary for survival. You know, we're not as active as we once were, we don't have to forage for our own food most of the time. However, our brains and evolution haven't yet caught up, you know, with that shift. So our brains still perceive sugar as beneficial, 
and they release huge amounts of dopamine when we consume sugary, high-calorie foods. So in the long term, this can mimic the effects of addiction and create a high tolerance for sugar and cravings for sugar. You know, to, to satisfy that sugar craving, you have, you, you have to eat more and more sugar because um, you've built up a tolerance over time. On the other hand, this could also lead to withdrawal when we try to cut sugar out of our diets completely. So how can you boost dopamine levels without sugar? Um, first step you could try is eating foods rich in tyrosine. So tyrosine is a non-essential amino acid uh, made by the body and has been shown to have antidepressant effects and helps to increase mental sharp sharpness. Some foods rich in tyrosine include coffee and green tea, sesame and pumpkin seeds, fish, meat and poultry, and almonds. Another natural boost for dopamine is exercise. Exercise boosts production of new brain cells. It um, slows down brain cell aging and improves the flow of nutrients to the brain. Um, meditation also helps. Mindfulness, meditation, prayer, uh, even self-reflection can increase dopamine, improving both our focus and concentration. Um, getting a massage helps, creating something. Uh, creative hobbies of all kinds bring the brain into a meditative-like state. So if you've ever, you know, if you like art or even journaling, sewing, you know, anything creative, you, you can find yourself getting into that flow where you lose track of time. It's kind of like that meditative state that can increase dopamine, ward off depression, and protect against brain aging as well. Getting enough sleep is a natural uh, dopamine boost, as well as listening to music and setting goals and achieving them. Dopamine is released when we achieve a goal. It's kind of related to that uh, sense of satisfaction and pleasure. And working on a goal for 45 days actually trains your brain to stimulate dopamine production in a new way. So kind of give yourself a goal to um, take 45 days, set yourself a goal and give yourself 45 days um, to achieve that goal. So moving on to serotonin, what sugar does to serotonin, similar to dopamine, consuming excess sugar increases uh, serotonin levels, which serotonin again is a neurotransmitter that regulates our mood, appetite, memory, and uh, our, even our social behavior. Because sugar boosts serotonin levels, you feel happy, happier, but only temporarily. Um, you know, that sugar crash inevitably happens, but you, then your brain keeps craving this happy chemical again and again. And then you find yourself craving sugar and wanting to satisfy it. So how can you boost serotonin without sugar? Um, first step, think happy thoughts. Serotonin synthesis can be affected by kind of changing your own mood. Kind of, if you feel kind of in a funk, um, thinking happy thoughts, trying to get yourself out of that funky mood um, can trigger serotonin synthesis. Um, and you'll see a lot of, a lot of things that you can do um, will boost all of the happy hormones, both uh, dopamine, serotonin, and endorphins. So um, it's kind of a triple effect, you know, like getting a massage also boosts serotonin. Like I just uh, mentioned that it boosts dopamine. 
as well as meditation. Um, soaking in the sun can boost serotonin levels. So make sure you're exposed to bright light in the daytime, at least 10 to 15 minutes. So especially morning sunlight is, can be the most beneficial. Um, but try to avoid bright light at night. Bright lights at night block the conversion of serotonin um, into melatonin at night to, to kind of trigger the sleepiness. Um, so that could even mean, you know, dimming the lights in your home at nighttime, not having such bright light um, in your home when you're trying, in your bedroom, when you're trying to kind of calm down and go to bed. Exercise also boosts serotonin. Running and biking are the most likely to boost serotonin levels. Uh, remembering happy events. Uh, this directly increases serotonin and also helps uh, help also keeps you from thinking about negative thoughts or events. Um, by choosing to focus on happy thoughts, we can self-regulate the brain's uh, neurotransmitters. And then eat tryptophan-rich foods, like I mentioned turkey, um, but other high tryptophan foods include salmon, tofu, almonds, and dairy. All right, so endorphins, what sugar does to our endorphins. So as opiate-like chemicals, endorphins are like opiate-like chemicals. Um, endorphins can be stimulated by high sugar intake. Um, chocolate and other sugars stimulate endorphins to give you that relaxed, talkative, self-confident feeling shortly after eating it. But excessive sugar intake spikes endorphins to levels above what the body likes and needs. So to compensate, the body then just dr dramatically drops its endorphin levels, which leads to depression and low self-esteem, feeling emotionally overwhelmed, having a lower tolerance to pain, and cravings, more cravings for sweets to get those levels back up. The body then goes through big spikes and dips of endorphin levels, um, kind of like being on a roller coaster ride. You know, the more you ride the roller coaster, the more your body adapts to uh, higher endorphin levels, creating a need for even more sugar to keep an even keel. So kind of like I mentioned before, too, with the other happy hormones, your body builds up a tolerance over time to sugar. So then you need more and more of it to maintain the same feelings. Uh, but this just sets you up for a dependence on sugar. You know, a little dark chocolate occasionally, some sweets can be good for your endorphins, but daily, daily excessive sugar, like pastries, chocolate bars, you know, sugar-loaded lo drinks, snacks, um, they're definitely not. So balance is key. That's one reason in Evolve, we coach balance. You know, we don't want you feeling like you have to remove whole food groups or foods that you enjoy from your diet, but just balancing them out and having them occasionally instead of at every meal or um, every even every day. So how can you boost endorphins without sugar? Um, giving back, really volunteering, donating, and helping others may also make a person feel good. So re research has shown that people who regularly donate um, either their time or monetarily activate pleasure centers in their brain, um, boosting endorphin levels. Do yoga and meditate. Exercise again. That's that word again. Um, endorphins definitely increase after exercise. 
eating spicy food can boost endorphins. Um, so like spicy components and hot peppers and similar foods may trigger a pain sensation in the mouth, which prompts an increase in endorphins. Um, eating dark chocolate actually does boost endorphins as well. Cocoa powder and chocolate contain flavonoids that appear to be beneficial to the brain. So if you are craving you know, a sweet treat, um, but don't want to go over your sugar intake for the day, uh, have a small piece of dark chocolate and see if that satisfies your craving. Um, laughing can boost endorphins and practicing self-care every day. Whether that's you know just lighting a candle, reading a good book, taking a bath, um, walking outdoors, you know, hanging out with your pet. You can hear mine. He's he just walked in here, sniffing around. So all those um, self care can help boost endorphins as well. Um, for those on my fitness pal, um, if you have if you are a premium subscriber to my fitness pal, there is an option where you can track your sugar intake. So the daily recommended amount for women is 24 grams of sugar a day. And this is for added sugar in our food. So it doesn't account for naturally occurring sugars in you know, fruit and dairy. Um, some vegetables have naturally occurring sugars like green beans, peas, carrots. Um, that minimum requirement a maximum, I should say, requirement does not include naturally occurring sh sugars in our foods. It just takes into account added sugars. So practice looking at your food labels. You know, a lot of times companies kind of sneakily add sugar into packaged foods. You know, I found sugar even in pasta sauce um, and things like that that are tomato-based. Um, and look for trying to experiment with different brands that have no added sugar and see if you can tell over time, you know, a difference in how your body feels once it get, you, gets used to a lower sugar diet. But like I mentioned before, like sugar is the bane of my existence and it's something that I'm constantly striving to reduce in, in my diets as well as my kids' diets. Um, but I hope this that you found this helpful just to kind of see the link of what sugar can do to some of our hormones. So I hope everyone um, yeah, has a great day and please don't hesitate to reach out if you have any questions or concerns um, on this topic and how to kind of regulate our hormones in a healthier way. Okay, talk soon. Bye.